0: You're listening to the Weekend Recap on 102.1 The Outlaw. I'm your host, Velake. Look, guys, I can't express this stuff enough uh, on how good it feels to be back here at the station. Hurricane Ian made his way through and kind of rearranged some things on the way in, I noticed. But uh, I'm I'm glad to see JJ on the controls today, man. I'm so happy that Hurricane Ian didn't pick him up and put him in his pocket and and relocate him on us. It's... uh, Uh, Driving through here, man, this thing was wild looking. It's like all of the northbound or the north side leaves on the trees are gone. (laughs) They do not exist. And it's... It's it's very eerie, and it's very fitting for for Halloween that's coming up here in a couple weeks. So uh, uh, make sure you guys uh, buckle up, man. We've got a jam-packed show for you tonight. Uh, we had the MLB playoffs, and uh, they're here and gone in a flash. So, yeah, that kind of happened. We've got a new AP Top 25. Week 5 is in the books for the NFL, and we've got NHL. NBA season openers this week. Lord, we had some this weekend, which we'll dive into a little bit more into the show. But before we get to all of that, let's kick it out to our sponsors real quick. The Great American Florida Promotion survived the storm and had to cancel a few a couple of the shows they had here in Florida, Avon Park, uh, Belle. you know, we, we kind of had to rearrange some things there. So, uh, that they, they'll be coming back to those locations, but they do have a show this weekend in Stewart. We're talking October 15th and 16th. That's this weekend doors open Saturday, nine to five, Sunday, 10 to four. So make sure you guys hop on their website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com and find out when they're going to be in a town near you. Also, I want to give a huge thanks to Jessica and the crew over there at JJ's Apparel and more for hooking us up with some uh, some t shirts for the show. Uh, look, guys, I'm impressed with the quality of these shirts. Uh, these aren't your Walmart variety shirts to have the printed on stickers that fade away in the dryer. These things are like printed into it. I mean, th- this thing's pretty cool. So you ain't got to worry about this stuff fading. So if you want to look good like us, hop on their website, uh, JJ's Apparel and More at myshopify.com, and and take a look at our selection there. Now. Uh, th- there's some uh, some introdu- introductions we need we need to get to here. Um, I'm only one part of a three man crew, and uh, and I'm beyond fired up to have Yusuf the Guru Khan back on the mic with us today. Uh, how has the great Khan been, man? Last time we talked, uh, we were about to get put in a blender here, so I, I, I I'm glad to see you made it to the other side.
1: <laughs> yeah man uh, i'm doing good to uh, survive the hurricane unfortunately you know some people don't fare as well but um you know otherwise uh everything's good you know hope you're doing well um uh, my teams have been uh hurting a little oh, uh, some are going okay florida's but, been suffering yeah. man <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not been a good couple weekends so we could put it that way yeah <laughs> but uh now not to cut you short yeah, no, we, we got one more person we need to get to here. You know, and we can't get this started without welcoming the man, the myth, the legend himself to the show, Christopher Crouch, ladies and gentlemen. How What's you doing? going on, boys? <laughs> We're doing pretty good, man. How's the 615 hey, holding
2: up? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to pull my hair out one string at a time.
0: <laughs> one string at a time. Oh, Lord. Hey, look, You ain't been hanging out with them, uh, them UT fans, have you?
2: Oh no! I'm trying to I'm trying to stay as far away from them as I can.
0: Look, man, I'm you got to tell your boys to stop anchoring down in the mud. But we'll we'll get to those after the break, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh man! Look, I was so pumped up going into the weekend. You know, we, we had the Tampa Bay Rays wild card weekend, uh, the Nashville Predators, San Jose Sharks. You know, all that stuff happened this weekend, uh, and. Conference play in college, you know, SEC teams just smashing each other in the face. You you got NFL divisional games. You've got Tampa Bay and the Falcons just in a one sided fun fest for us. But uh man, that's I'm I'm kinda pumped about this weekend for for at least a few teams. I mean, Yusuf it kinda alluded to a couple of things, but before we get to the uh to the football, there there's one thing we need to address. And that's the Tampa Bay Lightning's have a game tomorrow, Yusuf. I mean, I don't know if you've been waiting all three weeks for the NHL season to start again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's uh, it's back. <laughs> you know, yeah, literally it seems like a month ago they were playing, and they've been obviously making deep runs the last three years, winning two titles and losing last year. And there was a condensed year and the COVID year, so it's like, yeah, it seems like a lot of hockey recently, and now they lost Pallad, and they lost uh, McDonough, and they they played the Rangers on the road, so we'll see what we can do. You know, they still got a good team. They still got, you know, an excellent goaltender, what you need, a good coach, so um, I certainly let's uh, get the show on the road.
0: Run for sure. I mean, how are you feeling about this matchup? You you think this is going to go your way, or 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 how do you see this playing out? Is it too early to tell?
1: yeah i mean it'll be tough it'll be on the road um make a few adjustments they uh they, they have cicerelli out for a while too found injuries so they might be a little shorthanded and you know just getting the younger guys up to speed so you know obviously uh, the homer in me will say you know don't win on the road but um you know it could be a tough match the rangers think are a decent team but uh you know we'll take it one game at a time and see how it goes uh, hopefully we don't uh, you know, just left Florida, won the division and the the President's Cup so easily again. But you know, <laughs> hey, uh, it should look, be an exciting season.
0: Coming from fan or teams that I've rooted for that have won the President's Cup, it does nothing for you. I mean, it looks good yeah, on the shelf, but the, the Preds won it, nothing. Nope. Panthers won it, nothing. Wasn't that first round exits for the both of them?
1: Yeah, and the Lightning won it the year before they won the Stanley Cup, and they they oh, got knocked okay. out in the first round by the uh, <laughs> Columbus Blue Jackets. So, I I mean, where, so. save I,
2: it for the playoffs. <laughs> you I, know, save the good stuff for that. <laughs> how bad? How bad is that? How bad is uh, Cole getting suspended or or left off indefinitely? How how bad is that going to end up hurting you
1: I don't know. I mean, I just saw the news, I think, today, you know, about something about him and possibly a minor, um, some, I don't know. You know, At this point, that's there's what's nothing about official about. So It's Twitter confused. speculation. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. He is suspended for the time being, and I guess when more news comes out about it, but I don't think there's anything, like, official that's been handed out by a police or any, like, law enforcement or anything. That's wild, man. I, there, there's just certain
0: things in life you don't need to get caught up in. You know, I, yeah. look, I teach for a living and these students will say some off the wall stuff to you. Lord, I, I was a kid, so you can only imagine how this went. But it's look, I tell them, it's like look, there's just certain conversations that can't be had. <laughs> please, yeah. please, please move yeah. along. <laughs> Don't stand <No>. here. <laughs> so my <laughs> goodness, man, it's uh, it's a wild world out there. I mean, R. Kelly, leave it alone. It just did not work out. <laughs> Yeah, know,
1: but... Uh, Where's R. Kelly, by the way? Where is he these days? I haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, time. no, he's back in jail, man. I,
0: isn't he life in prison at this point? I forget what his yeah. current sentence is, but no, he just got busted for a whole lot more uh, uh, <laughs> not R. Kelly-like thing, so we'll, we'll just drop it at that, right?
1: <laughs> but there's not going to be another remix to Ignition? No, no, no.
0: I was waiting on
1: that one.
2: No, <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll be the jailhouse edition. <laughs>
0: the, the, the remix in the kitchen. What you talking about? <laughs> but, uh, no, man, it's, uh, ah, that's it got me feeling bad. Now, speaking of feeling bad, it's, uh. I, I would have to say basketball fans felt very similar from, from here all the way up to, to Memphis, or from Miami to Memphis last year, you know, everybody kind of didn't quite get it done in the uh the postseason so it's uh it's game time for those guys as well you know it's a uh, season ended what in april so they they had like two more weeks off than the uh the nhl players did so it's nice to see them lace things back up and get to the court this week i, I think we got tips off tip offs this uh this weekend on wednesday Yep, looks like Wednesday's tip-off. So it's uh, the Miami Heat. They got the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I'm trying to get Orlando back in front of my face, but uh, they've got a game as well against the Detroit Pistons. So it's uh, very interested interested to see what the Orlando Magic is going to be able to do with all this uh, this draft capital they've been collecting and uh, and spending. So uh, how you? F- isn't that the team you pull for there, Yusuf? Aren't you an Orlando yeah, Magic? Yeah, fan? yeah,
1: definitely. Um, you know, honestly. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this new French guy that's like seven foot four. I hope they the Magic lose every game. <laughs> Just won the lottery, so they can draft <laughs> this guy. I mean, there's talks of him being the most hyped up, uh, like you know, draft prospect. Like they would give him a draft grade better than LeBron James coming out. So
0: well, there's a kid I mean, that's got a draft grade better than LeBron James right now. It's uh, even LeBron. Well, granted, when LeBron speaks, I don't listen well. But uh, it, there's this kid that's coming up that's. Uh, kind of taking everybody by storm he's still a high school student so we'll see how all that stuff shapes out but so this dude's seven foot four yeah the
1: french guy yeah i I forgot his uh, exact name but yeah he's being uh
0: late looks like
1: he's or something
0: i I, I have no idea but just just throw it to him he's just got to drop it in man so good god now we we got Jimmy Butler back in Miami, so that, that's always gonna be fun and that's uh they're gonna be squaring off against the Bulls, so right away they're they're gonna have a pretty heated rivalry to start off the uh the season there. So that's gonna be a fun one to watch. But uh man, we're gonna have to buckle up for this season. It's gonna be a long stretch, dude. It's it's uh was a hundred plus games that these guys play.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it's like eighty so I think it's the same as yeah. yeah uh, but, a yeah, time. then obviously, yeah, if they make the playoffs and, you know, go through that, it could be close to 100. But, yeah, I mean, the team I'm looking out for, you know, they obviously got injury plagued a little last year at the end of the season. It's from your guys' whole neck of the woods, uh, Memphis, you know. It, it, can John Moran take that next step? He keeps, like, you know, uh, upgrading every year, you know. The rest oh, of the team, they got that guy, Bain, and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do this year. Because right. they, they were there with Golden State, and I don't know, that one game, they blew them out by 40 for a team that won the championship. So, Well, uh, how much I, I of that was
0: Golden State yeah. saying, hey, you know, I would really like to finish this at home, so let's just go ahead and rest our guys? <laughs> well, but, but because think- when they went to... Over there with Golden State, it, it woo. <laughs> I still got indigestion well, from that game. <laughs> uh,
2: a, a big part of it was because Morant was out too. So oh, I mean, I was. think yeah, with the with the health with the healthy Morant and you know the pieces they picked up in the offseason, I think I think I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I'm very very interested to see what they're going to do and and if they can give Golden State a run for their money in the playoffs like they did last year. You know, they're they're having problems of their own, you know, getting in fist fights and practice. So I mean Oh, you know, you never know.
1: Yeah, Draymond's gonna <laughs> knock out, you know, half the guys on the team, not named stuff. Uh,
2: uh, <laughs> hey, 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 I heard he was training he was gonna be the next one to fight Jake Paul, right? Oh Jake Paul. <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
0: Look, can, we, can we throw Butch Jones in there? I, I really feel like Butch Jones should be in there. <laughs>
2: oh goodness! No,
0: man, it's uh, it's good to see the season back though. I've got a lot of buddies that are basketball friends, so it's uh, there's gonna be a lot of trash talk going on, man. Ja Morant is something to be seen. You know, I'm excited about what Orlando's done. I'm excited to see you know Jimmy Butler, but I tell you what, man, Ja Morant. He knows how to make my eyebrows sweat. <laughs> this guy is amazing. What I liked about him in the playoffs last year, it just seemed like when the team was not able to get anything going, I mean he he went goat status. He's throwing the team on the back. He said, "All right, it's on me." You know, he, he's pulling a Kobe Bryant. He's pulling a Michael Jordan, and and just putting it all on the line. You know, no, I take the shot. Get me the ball. <laughs> you know, and that that's what you saw most of the playoffs. And when he went down, man, it was. Oh, it felt so bad, but I mean, you know, it's a new season, so let's hope for for something something good. Speaking of hoping for something good, man, we were really hoping we could roll off into some uh, some baseball conversation, but boof, <laughs> if you blinked, it was gone, man. This, the, look, Hurricane Ian stuck around longer than the uh, Tampa Bay Rays playoff run did. That's messed oh. up. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> hey, look. I, with, with the way Tampa Bay has been treating the fans over there in St. Pete, I don't think they care. <laughs> I don't. They're like, "Hey, Nashville, you, you, like, you guys said team? you need a baseball team. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, God, we're still playing, playing like... baseball, <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> so it's,
1: it's, it's, football, season. Yeah, it's, it's football season.
2: Yeah, football season. I know it's football season. Yeah,
1: baseball. Yeah, right We had spring training a while ago. Both, all those teams left." <laughs> 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 no yeah, man I mean, it, it came up you know the the Rays what lost two to one and then one in own the second game to the uh cleveland guardians still getting used to saying that instead of the whole name but um yeah i mean in the end they had the pitching as you know it was just the offense and all the injuries and they just couldn't get hits and you know just any sustained offense and they were slumping coming into it. So, I mean, I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. a lot, honestly, going into the playoffs. But, you know, they didn't even last more than two games. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. At least they made the playoffs, and we'll try to build on that. They got some good young prospects, obviously, like Wander Frank on a bunch of uh, pitching talent. But we just got to get some bats in there to actually, you know, make make a run.
0: See, my, my neighbor's a, a Cleveland Guardians fan. He, he grew up in <laughs> Cleveland. That's where he's from. But uh, we're sitting outside, just talking sports, and uh, he, he mentioned, "I was like, oh yeah, the Guardians during the playoff." I'm sitting there thinking, "I was like, who's the Guardians?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then it dawned on me. I was like, "Oh wait, no, the, okay, yeah, Cleveland, gotcha." <laughs> so it took me a minute to register that, and and, and after Tampa was losing, I almost I almost blocked him on Facebook. But no, <laughs> that man knows how to throw a party, so we're, we're going to be friends. <laughs> look, look, you got to watch out with this guy. This guy has had me sleeping on the couch with my foot on the floor one too many times, and I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> I do not need to be drinking like this. <laughs> but uh, no, man, it's uh, he, he's feeling good. He, he he's liking the run they're on. So, how, how do you feel on this, Yusuf? Do you want the teams that knock you out of the playoffs to win it all, or do you hope to God that they lose the next round?
1: No, I mean I don't have any ness- like uh, hatred towards the guardians per se maybe like i do for like the yankees or the red sox so i mean i'm not rooting for them to probably win it and you know i do uh, maybe the braves or something um I don't <laughs> one
0: <of those> <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah i mean uh no hatred but i'm not rooting for them either you know it is what it is yeah i don't think they'll go that far honestly but you know we'll see see
0: and, and i think this is where sec fans get such a bad rap you know, if we get beat by the team, I'm cool with that team winning it all. Just that way, I was like, hey, the only one that could get us was them. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't feel bad about that. That was our Super Bowl, right? We just didn't... Ah, man, look. Here we go, Tennessee again. I'm reliving it. (laughs) Oh,
1: goodness. Uh, And and you know, the the benefit of being a Vandy fan, you know, you you lose most of the SEC games, so you have a good chance of, you know... No expectations. (laughs) Hey, 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 look
2: at here. Look at here. I know we're in Florida, but good, grief! We ain't got
0: nothing down there to talk about. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> look, look, y'all have done God all over it. Look, college football was wild this weekend. We got a new AP Top 25. Uh, find us on Facebook. The weekend recap. Take a look at the list there, and uh, make sure to hit that follow button, guys. We, we we get wild and crazy every Monday, and we're looking to simulcast this thing next week. So make sure you guys are hopping on the live feeds. We'll be running this thing on YouTube and Facebook Live. So uh, if you ain't got a body by bacon and a face for radio you're on the wrong station. I can promise you that. Now, speaking of football, let's get back to that conversation. We had a few things go on this weekend and had two of them win. <laughs> no, three teams. We, we had three wins over the whole college scene this weekend for us. But uh, UCF, they kicked things off on Wednesday and against SMU. I don't follow that level of football close enough to even know if SMU is a good team. But UCF certainly did not think they were. <laughs> it was it was very one sided feeling for that for that game. But uh, I'm pretty sure the uh, the night fans there did not mind the outcome of that. So I mean we're, we're looking UCF they're at home in Orlando on a Wednesday because Hurricane Ian rolls through on a weekend. You know it, we got jodied. Now SMU makes their way to Orlando on Wednesday and, and lose. 41 to 19 Uh, maybe yusuf can educate me a little bit more but uh is smu even noteworthy material for this team or was this something that just completely blew them out the water
1: no i mean i think us ucf is you know rolling right now uh smu is you know a middle of the pack american conference team so you know ucf the quarterback's playing good i think um What's his name? John Reese Plumley. He's, you know, running the ball and throwing it, and they got that that running back, Bowser. So, you know, they got some good pieces. Um, It looks like, you know, they have the old Auburn coach, Malzahn. So, you know, they're sort of picking up. I think they had the one loss in the beginning, but they strung together some wins, so they're doing good. Yeah.
0: I mean, you mentioned John Plumley. This guy goes for – he goes 20 for 29, 316 yards and two touchdowns. And you mentioned putting it on the ground. I mean, he had 11 carries. I've seen him have – better days on the ground but he only picks up 27 yards but uh yeah no you mentioned bowser i mean he didn't get a whole lot of yardage he only had 62 yards on the day but the dude had three touchdowns so i mean when he got the ball he made a count <laughs> you know it's like every every fifth touch this dude was in the end zone <laughs> so uh, you can't be mad about that but and he, uh,
1: and he captured princess peach so you got to put that on the stats too right <laughs> there you go look he, he does have an awesome oh, name. That's
0: I, I swear to god this dude needs a uh Uh, an intro song, you know, every time he gets a touchdown or at least make it sound like he's going down the tunnel. (laughs) Uh, We're we're missing the sound effect board today. So we're, we're, we're freestyling it. (laughs) The first 15 minutes is free. So sponsors out there, make sure you jump on this. This is gold. (laughs) Now, speaking of gold, uh, we're, we're going to get off the, uh, Ooh, don't call them the Golden Knights. My goodness, I screwed up and did that in one of their groups, and oh, my goodness, I got educated. <laughs> I, I think I that. got kicked out of three of them. I was like, oh, <laughs> let's go ahead and edit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Las Vegas Golden Knights, for that one. But uh, <laughs> well, why is it taking us to Vegas? I don't get it. But, oh, sorry, rabbit hole Vegas. So these stories are always fun, right? I, I was deployed to Iraq, and... We were leaving Fort Bliss, Texas. And this at this point we're going to Iraq. You know, we 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 land in a place to fill up and have our plane break down on us to hope to God we make it over the ocean. So that was a fun trip, by the way. But we are heading to Iraq, and the stewardess is walking back and forth doing what she does, and she she walks back to our part of the plane, you know, and me and the guys were just hanging out having a good time, I mean, a bunch of army guys get together, what back could happen, right? And uh, she was like, are you guys nervous going to Iraq? I was like, Iraq? Y'all said we was going to Vegas. (laughs) You should have seen her face. I mean, she went like... (laughs) Three shades of white. I think this is where the Fifty Shades of Grey came from. But this lady dropped like three skin tones when I said that. It was it was the greatest thing. But no, man, it's a. Uh, I got told to shut up on that one, <laughs> my, my superior. So hey, you know what? I like a good cheap laugh. It it was a, it was a good time for me. <laughs> but uh, sorry, we're, we're getting off the gold, and we're going to head all the way down to. Well, I guess it's technically north from us. See, I I'm I'm back in my Tennessee roots. Gainesville. The Florida Gators were in a pretty close one against Missouri over the weekend and uh uh they were able to pull it off, but man, that that was a little bit closer than I expected. See when when the season started I thought Florida and Tennessee were more on the same playing level, but uh it's definitely more Missouri, Florida or kinda like that middle pack of the sec right now and i was i'm, I'm pleasantly surprised about how well tennessee's doing I, I certainly did not go into the season saying we're going to be six and zero at this point so I, i'm happy about the way things are going but it's certainly not the direction i thought it was going to be right there with missouri and florida but uh, during that game yusuf i mean it, did you catch anything that really stood out to you i mean this team is i just don't I don't know if I trust Anthony Richardson enough. I mean, he doesn't do enough on the ground. He doesn't really do a whole lot in the air. I mean, it's just, ah. what have they got for them that they can fix this?
1: Yeah, this team is still just trying to figure stuff out with the new coach and stuff. And, I mean, Missouri always sort of plays them tough, close games. And, you know, they've won a few over the years. So, you know, I think it's just one of those matchups they always have that they don't really look forward to. And. You know, give them credit for winning, you know, at least. They've, they've won some close games, and they've obviously lost a few of them, like the Tennessee game. But, you know, they beat Utah at the end of the game. They beat USF, and they they beat Missouri. Or they could have been really bleak. They could have had, you know, they could have been like one and four or something like that. So I'll give them some credit. But, yeah, they need to keep improving um, and see where the season takes them. You know, maybe they can have something rolling by the end of the year. But, yeah, right now it's still a little bit of a, a learning curve, I would say, and and just trying to figure things out.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they've been in a few close games. The Tennessee game was close. The Missouri game was obviously close, but uh, that they, they were at least able to come out ahead on that. And uh, another team that played them really close to the vest was South Florida, man. I mean, that was another game that was just down to the wire. And, and, and in true Flor- South Florida fashion, man, these guys really cranked it up on Cincinnati and had – had the number twenty one team sweating. I don't think they were ranked twenty one going into the uh to the week, but they are certainly sitting there at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they were twenty four, you know, last week, you know, before they played and, you know, it was a it was a good game. They they were right there. You know, the the guy Bohannon was, you know, uh playing good. They were running the ball. Uh Brian Batille had a touchdown or two. They had some turnovers on Cincinnati, so you know i don't i just can't figure out this usf team they play teams like oh, florida know. you know on the road close cincinnati on the road close and then they play some american games and they're getting you know blown out or some other games and it's just really tough to figure out and very inconsistent team
0: and i I wish they could have at least got one of these two wins i mean no hard feelings florida fans but uh if if they were able to to get a quality win against florida or against cincinnati i mean the the season would feel a lot better but when you're sitting here at one and four and just can't figure out how to win it it's just so rough man or i'd have to take a look at season i think they might be two and four i might have that wrong
1: no, I think they only have one win. They just have the one win over um, Howard. I don't think they have many other wins yet this season. I mean, feel like you said they had the few close games, but the other two, I think you know they were just. Well, sort they of, had
0: Duquesne. No, well, Duquesne was somebody else. That not that was Florida State. That was no, yeah, Florida State. <laughs> so, but uh, Lord, they didn't even have a good weekend. But we'll get to them in a minute. You know, it's, uh, just just because I like picking on you, and these are your teams. You know, your alumni. I, I, oh man, I would have felt so good if they'd have been beat Cincinnati. But oh uh, yeah. Miami man what do they got Uh, to do let me uh
1: before we get into the Miami game so let me tell you what I had going on on Saturday right okay let's go for it so the Rays were playing right uh USF game was sort of finishing up and the Hurricanes started playing so I was trying to watch all three at once and I had multiple TVs on and you know I had my phone on and you know I went 0 for three basically because the Rays (laughs) lost they lost the series (laughs) Hurricanes lose which we'll get into now and uh USF loses. Um, That'll so. be the
0: last time I put the betting lines on any of the posts <laughs> I put out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't was give
0: advice. Saturday. I just put <laughs> what the over and under was going to be. <laughs> so, it, it was, oh, man, that was not a good. Look, so he was kind of like me. You know, I'm, I'm in the middle of watching the, uh, the Tennessee game. At Tennessee LSU game and I'm sitting here on 102.1 the outlaw.com streaming the Florida Gator games cuz you know we carry all the Florida Gator games here if you guys don't know that you should. So before the game we always have a uh, a kickoff for the you know a pre-game show for them so it's normally about 3 hours before the show so we got a nice little build up to the game so make sure you guys tune in for that on 102.1 the outlaw.com or here on the station 102.1 the outlaw. But uh I'm sitting here listening to both of them like you're doing, and it. Saturdays are so fun. There's just so much going on. Like you said, I'm flicking back and forth to the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays game, and we're ten innings, twelve innings <laughs> and counting. I'm like, somebody just go home. <laughs> and it was us. <laughs> you know, I really wanted that boat. And it was
1: a, it was a five hour game. It started like at twelve o'clock, I think. Uh, you know, and it, it ended four. You know, whatever time it was, and yeah, they couldn't. uh Ended it's for a kickoff out for Sunday night
0: football is what that was. <laughs> but, uh, no, man, it's uh, – Florida teams had a pretty rough roll with it, you know. And it's, uh, like you said, South Florida. I mean, it just – these guys just got to figure out how to win. I mean, they're just knocking on the door on some pretty impressive play. It's just, man, we're going to have to bring some of these home. Speaking of bringing it home, man, let's bring it home down to Miami. This is the team that uh, you bleed with on the weekends. And speaking of bleeding on the weekends, you know, Tyler Van Dyke, what did he have to do to win this game? I mean, he gave it everything he had. I mean, when you go 42 for 57, 400, let let me bring it closer, 496 yards passing, three touchdowns. And now he, he's not a speedster. He goes six carries for two yards. But <laughs> what does this guy got to do to get a W? I mean, every game, it's not like it's been a blowout. It's not like it's been something completely embarrassing. It's just like, ah, the ball's not bouncing our way. I mean, is it just because we're young? I mean, what's going on with this
1: team? Yeah, I think, I mean, you nailed it right on the head. It's a, it's a lot of just small mistakes that add, add up, you know, the situation of football when you – when you have a stat line like that, you shouldn't be losing and only having 24 points when you have close to 500 yards passing. You know, it's, it's only been done a, once or twice in Miami history. So, you know, they were slinging the ball pretty good. But, you know, they, the thing is, is they go down, you know, and all uh, North Carolina gets 21 points in the first half. Um, they get a goal line stop on Miami at the two-yard line. They had four chances to from the two. They can't punch it in. They missed a field goal. They get a fourth down conversion stop. So just a lot of things. And then Van Dyke, you know, out of desperation, they just threw a pick at the end, too. He still had a slight chance at the end. But, yeah, it's just all those small things that up by the end of the game. And, you know, the other team, you know, just gets a big lead and they can sort of, you know, go on cruise control and just try to run out the ball. And that's basically what happened. I was encouraged, you know, Van Dyke, you know, he played pretty uh, rough the last game and he came back and, you know, he proved that he can be a really good TV. But, you got to get wins at the end of the day. You know, that's the oh, biggest thing. Miami spent a lot of money on this coach and all his coaching staff. And, you know, uh, it's, it's sad to say that, you know, the old coach, Manny Diaz, probably would have them in a better position right now. So Ooh. they got to figure it out. You know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's obviously year one, it's not his players yet. You know, yeah. the coaches are still getting used to it. Look, um, but if, yeah, they got to start stringing some wins.
0: If Van Dyke had been stringing any of these wins together, I mean, he'd be right there in the Heisman t- conversation, you know. And, yeah. and after we get back from the break, we'll, we'll talk about another quarterback that's oh, no. uh, coming up <laughs> in that <laughs> conversation. <laughs> and I want to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, <Chris. laughs> We're gonna make sure Chris makes it back from the break. But uh, let's kick this out to our sponsors uh, again. Great American Florida Promotions has a gun show this weekend, and.
2: Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridApromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show.
0: Dates and locations for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle,
2: Payne City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridApromotions.com. Or call 772-577-9647 for more information on
0: dates and locations.
1: Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job, made easier by America's brave military dogs. These dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs and locating enemy positions. Yet, when these canine heroes retire, they're too often left overseas. American Humane works to bring these valiant dogs home and reunites them with their handlers for happy, healthy retirements. To learn how you can help, visit AmericanHumane.org. It's real country. It's real country. 102.1. The outlaw.
0: Just in case you guys didn't know, we got Monday Night Football coming on tonight. So this is kind of a build up to Monday Night Football. Uh, speaking of Monday Night Football, I don't know how many times I could say that in a, a re intro, but the Mulberry Panthers have a Monday Night game against Tannerock. Rock, currently going on right now. So after after the show, I'm going to haul tail all the way up to, to Mulberry, so that you guys down here in Wachula understand the, uh, the the chaos that's about to ensue, trying to make the end of this game, but. We've also got a pretty good matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, some people might think so, but I don't care enough about those teams to really talk much about them. Just no kickoff is at 8-15, but one team I do want to talk about, we, we kind of... Teased a little bit going into the break, we're going to just tease it a little bit more because I want to make sure we fit Florida State in on this one. This was not the team we were teasing, by the way. But Florida State, man, these guys, uh, they had a pretty good game over the weekend. Uh, they couldn't quite get it done against North Carolina State. They fall 19-17, to but want to make sure we give them a shout-out. Not a whole lot to dive into on that one. It's just there was not a whole lot of offensive play <laughs> by Florida State. But uh, one team that does have a whole lot of offensive power, and and it comes all the way from Rocky Top. And it's, I don't know, maybe we just don't get to do this much, but uh, it it, it feels really good to mention the Tennessee Volunteers in the top 10 of the AP Top 25. I mean, we started the season as, I I hope we don't Tennessee this thing to... Hendon Hooker might be the Heisman winner at the end of all this, depending on how all this stuff plays out here in the next couple of weeks. We we got Alabama rolling in on us. Then we got, what is it, UT Martin for the homecoming game, and then we're, what, back to Georgia? So it's it's going to be a rough little roller coaster there, but we're, we're certainly going to know where the, the volunteers are sitting at the end of this. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I think – the the man, the myth, the legend himself is starting to bleed a little orange up there. Did I hear things correctly there, Chris?
2: You need to clean the earwax out of your ears because that is not nowhere near what
0: He said I he's said. hemorrhaging the orange from his ears.
2: That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, just like Tennessee fans, hear what you want to. It's still
0: 98. No, no. Look, it's not 98. It's 22, buddy. We don't get to do this much, man. Look. I, I don't know about you, but uh well, I do. I'm, I'm still a Vandy fan. So, so.
2: No, no, Mm-mm. no, no, <laughs> no, no. You went over to the other side. I'm over here. Look, no. look,
0: I'm a Homer fan. Is what I am. It's just both my teams have sucked for my entirety of fandom. So I mean, it, is, <laughs> it feels feels good when one does good. Give me one second. <laughs> but. uh well, we'll get back into Tennessee in a minute. But let's talk Vandy for a second. You guys had Lane Kiffin in town, and of course Vanderbilt does what it does traditionally, and they they turn the stadium the opposing team colors. And but man, I swear to God, that first half, I thought y'all was about to rock, shock the world. I thought y'all was about to rock Ole Miss there, man. I was loving it, and uh, A J. Swine looked good. He did. I mean, I think y'all got something there. I think he's going to be able to uh, to compete on this level. And you don't hear that often when we mention anything Vanderbilt. So, I mean, it, it feels good to be in the conversation, almost like USF. You know, it's like, ah, if we could just string some wins together, it'd feel a lot better. But I'm just curious how you feel about it there, Chris.
2: No, I mean, no, you're right. I mean, first half, we were doing what we needed to do. We were able to... We were able to get our offense going, and, and our defense stepped up pretty good. And I don't know if it was just Ole Miss was, you know, partying too hard the night before or what it was. But, hey, I was taking it. And I was I, – I believe I texted y'all, and I was sitting there watching the game with my dad, and I told him, I said, these announcers are killing me. They need to be <laughs> quiet. They they just need to stop. And because it was, oh, they got an upset alert, upset oh, alert. No, they were no, speaking no, that voodoo is no, no. what that was. Yeah. Four quarters, four quarters. So I mean, you know, if hey, if the game ended at halftime, shoot, yeah. But no, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> look, the game always
0: day. ends at halftime for the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but 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 I Vandy 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 did pull a Titans. They decided they didn't want to show up on the second half, and <laughs> they the defense didn't want to show up or anything else. And yeah, it, it was uh, a normal Saturday. Oh, um, he said it's it. a
0: normal Saturday. <laughs> let me <laughs> well, let me get y'all pulled back up because they've got an absolute stud at wide receiver, and he just absolutely torched you. Look, Ole Miss has put out some pretty good wide receivers here lately, right? But this Jonathan Mingo goes in there and crushes the single-game record for Ole Miss wide receivers with nine receptions, 247 yards receiving, and two touchdowns. I mean, you know, he, he's playing a grown man ball, and, and look, unless this dude gets a hamstring issue or some turf toe, I know the Tennessee Titans are going to completely mess this draft selection up.
2: <laughs> I mean, hopefully, he's not there for the Titans, but I mean, you know, it, it was it was there was a a bit of controversy on how the game ended and and things like that, and you know, I understand getting getting. Mingo his he needed one more yard they put him in there it was uh first and goal at I think it was the 7 or 5 or something like that they they threw a short pass to him and he picked up 3 yards and he was able to break the he was able to break the scoring record but I mean you know and and then they let a then they let a walk on run it in from from 3 yards out and I hate you know, you got to stop him and things like that. But, you know, the game was out of hand. We had – we only had like five seconds left or something like that. And, you know, he ended up doing it. So, he's catching some flack for for what he did there. But, I mean, you know, in the end I was upset because even though we were losing we still had it at 17 and the spread was 17 and a half. And I was feeling really, really good. And then all of a sudden he let that boy in the end zone. i Look <laughs> –
0: he, 21 unanswered points in the third quarter, 14 unanswered in the fourth quarter, and the final score was 52-28. to 28. And look, like I said, A.J. Swan, I mean, I really like this kid. I mean, he, as a freshman, playing this level of play, he goes 27 for 38, 281 yards and two touchdowns against a SEC team. And we're not talking Vanderbilt SEC team. We're talking top 10 SEC team, top 10 AP poll nationally ranked team.
2: Oh in yeah, Vanderbilt? no, he's good
0: he It feels good, <laughs> you know. Even even Ramon uh, Raymond Davis. I mean, he gets twenty seven carries. I mean, that's a that was a workload there. But he was able to to rack out one hundred and five yards and a touchdown himself. So I mean, it's not like Vanderbilt didn't show up. It's just they didn't come out of the locker room. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We left everything in the locker room. Yeah, I mean, I mean swan is and, and he's he's really he's really you know mixing it up on who he throws to he you know he's he's been um uh, now i'm gonna butcher this guy's name but the tight end brez or uh, breznikoff or something like or breznikan or something like that he's a he's a pretty good big tight end that they have and and you know he's able to to dunk it down to the um, and you know he's got the The wide receiver that his main going to who honestly reminds me of of jordan matthews when jordan matthews was over at, at vandy but i mean them two are them them two have a pretty good connection going on and you know the only thing that i don't like is you know yeah they have it they have a good hookup but at the same time when we play you know the bigger teams with with the better defenses you know they're basically going to take him away so i'm i'm kind of glad to see him you know throwing it to multiple people but it's like you said davis he's he's a little bowling ball dude no, he's a, and... he, that's
0: grown man football <laughs> there i mean he, he is a solid solid dude i mean he you watch him run it, i won't say they're making business decisions this isn't you know derrick henry running at you but they're not quite squaring up on him the same way twice no,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. so no.
0: He, he's been a pretty good good you know highlight here for for vandy over the weekends and uh so i mean hats off to the team i mean you guys have certainly played better than i was anticipating you know i did I was really looking at vandy as a rollover team especially when things start to go go crazy before we started putting aj swan in there but i'm really excited about what this team's going to look like moving forward i mean this clearly ain't going to be our year here in nashville but uh I'm, I'm interested to see what Vandy's going to be do, doing next season. I mean, it, this if, might not just be a baseball and bowling team anymore.
2: <laughs> if, if we can get past, don't forget golf. If, if oh, we oh, can, that, <laughs> if we can get, I mean, you know, if we can, we can escape Gentleman the scrimmage game for Georgia next week. Um, if we can escape that without getting <laughs> too many people, yeah, too many people banged up and things like that, then you know, when we go up and we face Missouri, I think that. Them in South Carolina are probably, and and um, I'm not by any means saying we're going to win, but those are probably our two best chances at, at pulling out a win in the SEC this year. Um, but I, I'm, I'm like you, I kind of look forward to the offseason when everybody has more time <laughs> together. So The,
0: the offseason always feels so much more promising.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's
0: where all the dreams are made. <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, no. go ahead. Now
0: we got you know, we got Vandy out of the way. Go ahead, come on. Ah, yeah, we got Vandy out the way. Oh, let me do some stretching. So, we we got this uh, Heisman Trophy hopeful here. This gentleman by the name of Hendon Hooker. Look, again, going into the season as a Tennessee fan, we always feel like we're going to lose the games we shouldn't lose, and we might sneak in a game that we shouldn't lose <laughs> and and lose to all the teams that we should lose to you know that that's a normal Tennessee season for us but to, to see the way this has gone and to see how Hendon Hooker has been playing it, it early in the season I was like hey you guys need to take a look at this guy you know I mean this guy's gonna be on the Heisman watch before you know it and again against LSU this man delivered I mean we're not talking about Missouri uh, you know a non-ranked SEC team yeah, you know, this is LSU. They're rolling in top 25, right, or at that point. And opening kickoff, they just go down there, smash them in the mouth, take the ball away, and just like that, it's 7-0 Tennessee. And they did not take the brakes off. I mean, this felt like a college game. This is what college football should feel like. I'm going to punch you in the mouth over and over again until you make me stop. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 40 to 13. You couldn't. <laughs> so, I mean, Hendon Hooker looked really good. He goes 17 for 27. He's got 239 yards passing. Passing two touchdowns, but he also puts it on the ground ten times. You know, he carries it ten times for 56 yards. You know, so he's getting out there. He, he's getting the first downs. You know, he, he's he's making. He's extending the plays. I mean, he he is doing everything right. I mean the last two games he's had 10 incompletions i haven't been able to watch the full game because you know down here in florida you don't quite have the same visibility as you would up there in knoxville obviously but uh the past few games looking at the stat line he, he he's missed at least 10 times in the, the past two games so not as accurate as you would hope but it is certainly good enough to get the job done i mean just ask brew mccoy They connected seven times for 140 yards. You know, Jalen Hyatt, he only gets four receptions, but he turns it in for two touchdowns and 63 yards. So, I mean, he made the most of what he had going on there. And Jabari Smalls, you know, this guy toted the rock 22 times for 127 yards and two touchdowns. This Tennessee team is pretty serious, man. You know, I, I don't get excited about Tennessee teams because, they are great about pulling a Tanya Harding on us and just smashing us in the knees with a <laughs> with a crowbar and, and completely derailing any feel good Cinderella stories we got going on. And, and that that might be Alabama coming in this week. I, I'm not too sure about it, but uh, their quarterback may or may not be in that game. We'll, we'll see how the injury report plays out. But if you can have a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback sit the bench. I feel like our odds are in a much better place. I mean, how, how are you guys seeing that? I mean, Chris, you you, you think Alabama's going to? Well, you see, no, you got some biasness to you. You you said you are a Alabama fan, did you not?
2: No, 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 oh, no. I said my dad is a Alabama fan. Oh, friend. gotcha. But I I'll, I'll, I will tell you this. You know, my our mutual Tennessee buddy keeps keeps you know jabbing and jabbing and jabbing, and I will, I will, I will tell both of you this. Oh, if Hooker ends up putting on the performance against a really good defense, which Alabama has mm-hmm. somewhat, you know, their secondary can be kind of sketchy. I'm like, but it. <laughs> if, if 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 they can put up, you know, what he's been able to do throughout the season, I, I will, I will give Tennessee some credit on 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 you know their season they are having a good season i did i did i'm saying this through gritted teeth but you know <laughs> hooker hooker did look good because you know at, at the beginning of the season all he wanted to do was pull the ball down and he wanted to run you know he was able to make some good decisions and and he was able to make good decisions on you know when to pull the when to pull the ball down and and when to stay in the pocket and, and look for an open receiver, or you know, scramble to make plays outside the pocket, still look for his receivers. He's not just okay. The receiver's not there anymore, so I'm just going to I'm just going to run. You know, it's kind of gotten excuse, excuse me, it's kind of gotten out of his head that way. And I, I, it's been if I was a Tennessee fan, it's been nice to to see that that he just doesn't want to to automatically run if his first option isn't there you can you can tell he's reading the field more and he's understanding it more now next weekend you know he'll he'll play Alabama and that will be their biggest test to date until they play Georgia in two more weeks but you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do you know I know I know Knoxville is going to be all kinds are rocking and rolling, and everything <laughs> Woo! else up there. rocking Top,
0: man, they're gonna be feeling <laughs> good up there. Oh, we'll see how good they are feeling, though, at the end of the game. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not going to bet on it,
2: <laughs> but no, no, I'm no. definitely I'm going to watch it. One. Yeah, <laughs> now, no, no I'm, I'm staying away from that one.
0: Now, that, that, there's a couple teams. Let, let, let's switch things up. We're, we're kind of, we got about what ten minutes, twelve minutes before the show's over. We need to squeeze in some NFL football. Now, we, we don't have many teams to talk about because half of our uh, network of teams lost this weekend. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, I, I just want to mention them real quick. You know, Jacksonville coming into it, I, I felt like they, as far as the AFC South goes, they, they won the offseason. And they look like a better team. They Everything was, is, was going fine. But now you got Trevor Lawrence turning the ball over at, at a pretty good rate at this point. So hopefully they they can figure out where to stick these band aids and get this thing going back and uh, maybe stick some gloves <laughs> on Trevor Lawrence maybe, but uh, hopefully Jacksonville can get this thing cleaned up and, uh, and and make it a little bit have a little bit better ball security. We'll just put it that way. And speaking of security, man, the Miami Dolphins. You know that they lose another game and look, they. Teddy Bridgewater is going to throw one pass and get hurt. I mean, he Julio Jones did. Oh, sideline. <laughs> sideline coach. <laughs> you know, I ain't never seen two people run for the sideline so fast. If, if only they could run for the end zone like that, right? But uh, Teddy Bridgewater's out. Tua's out. And we got Skylar Thompson. Yeah, now Skylar Thompson didn't look terrible, but he didn't look great neither. So it's uh, – And look, I don't want to talk too much about this game, but I'm sitting there flicking back and forth between the Titans and the Bucks game because everybody's playing at 1 o'clock. So you completely screwed up me trying to watch everybody. But uh, we're sitting here in the third quarter. And it's 17-19. to 19. I'm like, oh, cool, you know, we're going to be able to catch this game. It's going to be pretty good there towards the end. And the next thing I know, I flick it over, and it's 40-17. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got miami man. You know, they went for 28 against, uh, what was it, Baltimore the other week, and now they uh, they get the Jets to go for 21 against them, so... Wilson, that's Wilson kind of how he's scoring
2: felt. on y'all, like he was scoring on those moms this summer.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> look, look here, Stippler.
2: <laughs> Put the
0: pie down. Wait a minute. Ooh, uh, speaking of pie, let, how about we just head over here to Tampa Bay? <laughs>
1: it's, uh... you know, that's a that's a nice segue. You know, we're speaking about Tom Brady and you know Giselle. You know, uh, Wilson might be a, a Uh-oh. busy man. <laughs>
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> look, look, there are certain things you shouldn't Google. Okay. <laughs> oh no. And anything, anything Wilson and Giselle related, please, please, please. Look, unless it makes Tom Brady mad and he just goes, you know, Super Saiyan Goat mode, and I'm I'm cool with that. But uh, I, I think Captain Jarrettaw is a little worn out with all this. Uh, all this at home drama. Look, during in the off season. Look, I don't I don't really want to talk about somebody's personal issues but uh during the off season when he unretired that everybody's joking you know why did brady unretire and and I jokingly said he was like well he probably just got a taste of dad life. And it was like, mm, you know what? Jock straps aren't so bad. <laughs> and it seems like it's actually playing out like that. And so, I mean, I, I do hope for the best. You know, it's, it's a long yeah. time to be together, to not be able to, you know, reconcile things. So I don't know the storyline. I'm not going to get into it. If he's not going to tell me, I'm not going to talk on it. So all I can say is I wish the best for them and the kids and everything moving forward. But uh, he he looked good against Atlanta. You know, I mean, granted, he's playing Marcus Mariota, and uh, us Titan fans, we kind of know that experience, but...
2: (laughs) Yeah, kind of like the Julio situation. How's that working out for you?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Look. Oh, man, look. uh...
1: If he plays about five games... uh... You know, the whole year maybe it'll be worth it. <laughs> hey, that's what he played for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I-, I swear to God, I-, I feel like the side chick in this conversation, you know. I- I'm hearing all the excuses coming out of Tampa for Julio Jones. I'm like, wait, no, he told us the same thing. <laughs> you know? I-, I feel like such the side chick right now. <laughs> so sorry, Tampa. Look, I even said this in the I was like, You're gonna get one of two things out of Julio Jones. Either you are going to get an all pro performance so he can go out out with a ring or you're going to get a Tennessee Julio Jones and I think we know where we're at with this you know what was it Leonard Fournette <laughs> was saying you know I'm cool with him missing a few games so he can be back and healthy when it matters we said the same thing <laughs> yep, so
2: did. hey hey as long as we get him back for the playoffs he's going to help us in the playoffs he's gonna, uh, oh yeah he'll be good hey I, I bet I can pull up and mirror the same things he's saying this year that he said last year, uh, and, and you know one and of, of Fournette's tweeting
0: it. It was uh, AJ Brown was tweeting it, <laughs> yeah. and Bud Dupree.
1: <laughs> as long as he uh, he doesn't like pull his pads off a game and take his helmet off and run out in the middle
0: he's already pulled his hamstring thinking about it so go ahead pump <laughs> the brakes we know he ain't gonna do that he's, he's gonna blow a tire out, <laughs> out on the field come on man <laughs> that thing's so wound up tighter I mean, look I don't know what his deal is but somebody needs to stretch <laughs> that's all look, I get it my hips hurt too but <laughs> I'm not getting paid 14 million dollars a year neither if I was I promise i figure a way how to, to touch my toes. <laughs> we'd, we'd make it happen. But uh, how do you feel about that win, man? You guys are on top of the division. Things are rolling right. You you're feeling good about it? I mean,
1: th- this yeah, was by was far was the win, best game he, y'all played. You know, yeah, it was a win, but they were up 21 a zip, and they let Atlanta sort of get in. You back get nervous? into it. Everyone knows about the, uh, the controversial play that happened. And that, you know, wasn't really yeah, was- rough in the past or so. I mean, I don't feel great, but a win is a win, and there's still one in the division. So,
2: yeah, yeah, that was that was a that was a, okay. We know where you're having problems, and and we don't want you to break your hip playing with these young guys anymore. I mean, good grief! <laughs> I can't believe they called pass interference on that thing.
1: <sighs>
2: but you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm roughing right, the, the quarterback. Yeah, it's
1: not just you know the Tom Brady thing. I think it's you know when that uh, hit that Tua took a few weeks ago, and then mm-hmm. you know. Us and stuff. I think that's in the back of referees' minds now that, you know, we better protect these quarterbacks at all costs because, you know, they're the money guys that, you know, they're the franchise guys. So, you know, well, we
2: don't get them get hurt. So. Isn't, that, isn't that just like the normal NFL? You know, something, nobody does anything until, you know, something bad happens and then something bad happens and then everybody overreacts or everybody's oversensitive to it and, and things like that. You know, it takes it a couple of weeks for it to to die down and you know get back to normal. Look, I mean, I,
0: I think that's status quo. But you, you should really see what happens when Carl gets off base in the army. Uh, there are so many rules that are made <laughs> because this moron. Uh, so I, I, I try to joke with teachers at, at where I teach and you know with students. I'm like, there's a there's a rule for a reason, and it's normally because my parents' generation did something very stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> but. Uh, Oh man, we're we're getting tied up against the clock. Let's squeeze some Tennessee football in. We we got the Titans to talk about before we get out of here. It's uh, they're kind of on a winning streak, man. It's uh, they were in another another nail biter, but hey, good news is they did double their point total in the second half for the season in this game. <laughs> Seven points, <laughs> so they did score. So we got that going on for us. We ain't scored in the first, second half since week one. You know, so it, it. I can't say it feels good to get back on the board because we should have done so much more. But, you know, it's it's nice to see Ryan Tannehill take care of the ball. I mean, he was completely under duress. That offensive line could not block anybody. But when your offensive lines built with first-round draft picks, I mean, thank God Chase no. Young wasn't there. <laughs> no.
2: I, hey, I, I wanted to let you guys know, uh, you know, next week is the bye week. They're having open tryouts for right guard right tackle uh, anywhere on the offensive line. So if y'all want to come up here, because, I mean, good grief, that thing is bad. Hey, look. I think.
0: You could pay me to be, like, practice squad material. I mean, we weren't talking about putting a football team together, so, I mean, I think we got that going for us, right?
2: It doesn't matter. I mean, you could come off cold and still be better than Dylan Ragens is. Good grief. <laughs> that was a waste of a draft pick if I ain't never seen one before.
0: Oh, man, look, it's, you're, you're talking Titans and Jags to me now. Titans, Jags, and Browns, waste of a first-round pick. But uh, speaking of wasting time, man, we, we've got the two-minute drill coming up on us. So let's kick this thing back and let's touch on a few things coming this week we got monday night football we got the las vegas raiders at kansas city chiefs kickoff is at 8 15 tomorrow we got the tampa bay lightning up there in new york taking on the rangers uh puck drops at 7 30 wednesday we got orlando at detroit the new york knicks are at memphis and the chicago bulls come down to miami to take on the heat that is the season opener so make sure you guys tune in wednesday thursday we got temple and ucf 7 p.m kickoff the Florida Panthers, uh, they're up in New York as well, taking on the Islanders' puck drops at 7.30. The Dallas Stars are in Nashville for at 8 o'clock Central Time. No, nope, sorry, 7.30 Central Time faceoff. And the Washington Commanders will be in Chicago for Thursday night football. Friday night lights are going to happen again, so make sure you check in with your local high schools in DeSoto, Hardy Highlands, and Polk Counties. Saturday, we got Miami at Virginia Tech. Alabama at Tennessee, Vanderbilt at Georgia, Tulane at South Florida, LSU at Florida Gators, and number four, Clemson at Florida State. Sunday, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars at Indy, Minnesota at Miami, and Tampa at Pittsburgh. Tennessee's going to kick the feet up for a bye week. But, as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Thank you to our sponsors, Great America Florida Promotions. Uh, Don't forget they got a gun show this weekend. JJ's Apparel and more for being the official Outfitter of the Weekend Recap. I want to give a huge thank to you listeners. Without you guys, we would not be doing this every Monday. But uh, make sure you guys tune in next week because we got a huge show coming. But until next time, Outlaws, stay classy. AUCAM Wachula, W271DH, Zofo Springs, Bowling Green, Wachula, The Outlaw,
2: 102.1.